0: This is MJ Acosta from the NFL Network, and you're listening to Lemon City Live.
1: Lemon City Live is brought to you by Magic City Casino Highlight. The fastest game in the world has come to Magic City. We showcase the best features of the sport, combined with the state of the art court and the talents of our very own homegrown athletes like myself, for a highlight experience like never before. Live Highlight returns to Magic City Casino in July 2019. Plus, stay tuned for preview weekend. April six and seven. But guys, remember to live the high What's up? Fresh is our turn, baby. Oh, no! I'm you Stop being a bitch. Oh,
2: all right lemon heads what's up producer fungus here i got td what it do what it do and we're also joined by nfl network's mj acosta td's co-worker what's up mj
0: what's
1: up guys yeah i'm I'm more like her servant because i have to get stuff ready for her but you can say we're co-workers though it's great to have (laughs) (laughs) hey it's good to have you on with us though uh, mj It's, it's it's a blessing to bring your expertise to this to our podcast and you do just a fantastic job giving us your perspective on the nfl and everything that's football
0: Thanks, guys. I'm really happy to be on with you again and, uh, you know, just bringing bringing my kind of two cents into the mix and, of course, reaching out to my
1: 305 fam. You know how I feel about that. That's right. That's
2: right. And (laughs) two former Canes also.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's (laughs) true. Yeah. We are two former Canes and representing you, hopefully, we're back on a come up with Manny Diaz. But I want to talk about the NFL right now because... That's right. This is you work with the Raiders and you work with the with the 49ers. And we was talking a minute ago, me and Gus, about the Raiders have three picks in the first round and they need a pass rusher, they need a receiver, and they also may tackle, get something in, in the offensive line to help protect uh, David Carr. So we and Gus was talking about how would it, would the Raiders actually make an attempt to try to get Antonio Brown and... Le'Veon Bell, to try to make a run because they can't let the Chiefs run away with that division with Patrick Mahomes.
0: Right. I mean, that'd be so greedy if they got both of them, to be honest. However... However, I, I can see the Antonio Brown situation coming to fruition a little bit more. I know that's kind of been the rumor going around that they're slated to be one of the, one of the teams um, that can really go after him because they have all of this draft capital that's really attractive to a team like the Steelers. Um, here's the other thing. I think that Antonio Brown would fit perfectly with this two to three year rebuild that they're trying to do. Uh-huh. I don't think it would be like a lengthy marriage of sorts. I think it'd be like a two to three year courtship. You know, he's going to get them in a good position. And let's be serious. Derek Carr needs weapons around him. After they got rid of Amari, of Amari like mm-hmm. everything. You know, it, it it was such a massive hole, and there was no hiding it. And Antonio Brown can and is that guy he's just a playmaker i mean regardless of the drama regardless of his strong personality he can make plays he can put down touchdowns and and that's what they need
1: so the 49ers uh, are out of the picture
0: no i don't think anybody is out of the picture because we've seen how stealthy everybody is is making moves right no everybody's playing it close to the vest or close to the chest, however you want to say the refrain. Um, And I wouldn't put it past Shanahan and John Lynch to come up with a little something-something. And I think they need somebody to to help develop these younger guys, like Dante Pettis, who we saw, uh, is a very versatile receiver, and he's good as a returner as well. Um, Marquise Goodwin, who's fantastic, and he's Uh really, really fast, but they still need a big playmaker as well.
1: I agree. I agree, because... know, Jimmy Garoppolo coming off that that knee injury and they're not sure exactly what they're going to get for him coming in year two. You know, he shows sparks before he, you know, would try to get the extra yard and hurt himself. But adding Antonio Brown, I think, would give them a little bit more respect going into that division because that division too, I believe, is wide open. You know, Seattle losing their whole defensive side of the ball and they're trying to figure out what they're going to have going into next year. So uh, getting Antonio Brown over there, could help them. I don't think it will be something to push them over the ledge in that d- division. But if he goes to the Raiders and get with David Carr and John Gruden really buys in into letting David Carr develop instead of trying to push his, his way of coaching on David Carr, I, it, I can see Derek the Raiders. Carr. I'm sorry, Derek Carr. I'm sorry. I keep saying David. Derek Carr. Uh I believe. That's his brother. Yeah, that's his brother. <laughs> yeah. And every time when I see every time when I see David, I sometimes I, when I'm over there at the network and the production meetings and when I see David, I also call him Derek. And he'll say, No, I'm David. So I, <laughs> I'm like, my bad, bro. I'm just gonna call you D Carr. But yeah, get to back what I was saying yeah. is that the Raiders can't let the Chiefs run away with that division. And if they really wanna make a, a good impression on Vegas uh getting Antonio Brown I think will be good.
0: But to your point with the Niners, can you imagine a healthy Jimmy Garoppolo, a healthy Jarek McKinnon, and then yep. add in the passing game with, with Antonio, Antonio Brown? Brown? That would
1: be insane. Yeah, because when, yeah. when Antonio Brown was flirting around with being traded and Jerry Rice made a comment on it'd be a blessing to have you come to the to the forty Nineers. you know, I really thought that was going to happen. Uh, because just how bold he was able to put that post up with him in a 49ers jersey, so I thought something was in the right. mix with that. But you know we'll see. It's it's the it's the hot topic of the the free agency this summer, and you know we nobody doesn't know where Antonio Brown is going to go. The Bills Buffalo Bills trade thing fell through, and uh, everybody's rumoring that they're trying to create a a super league team with him. Uh, mm-hmm. Le'Veon Bell and them going somewhere else and trying to make an ultra team. So we'll see. It's very exciting. And I can't wait to see exactly what happens with those two guys.
0: I can't wait for it to actually happen so we can stop, stop talking about <laughs> <to Yeah. speculators.
1: laughs> <It's no> speculation. <laughs> but I
2: think if any team <laughs> has the assets and really, the, the honestly, the balls to try to get Le'Veon Bell and Antonio Brown, it is the Raiders.
1: Yeah. Totally.
0: Totally. Yeah. No
2: yeah. so, tail
0: over there. No chill. (laughs) Yeah, no
2: chill. But I think, you know, talking about free agency, this might be uh, the first time in a a while that the NFL really comes back to the forefront of all the free agency talk. Because the past couple of years, NBA has dominated that. But I don't see that happening this offseason. I think NFL is totally going to take the forefront of all the free agency talks this summer.
0: Well, yeah, because the Warriors already handled all that craziness in free agency,
2: (laughs) (laughs) exactly.
1: So, who who were you impressed more with at this 2019 NFL Combine? Yeah, the receiver.
2: MJ, this was your first combine, no?
1: Yeah,
0: it was my first combine. It damn near killed me. That's awesome. um, Tell us about that first, (laughs) like
2: just the the experience of being there.
0: So of course, like the athletes and the prospects that are there are, are the, they're the focus. Obviously, that's that's why the combine exists to give these guys a platform to show off and 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 show these teams what they can do. Mm-hmm. But the other side of the combine is what most people do not see, and that's the networking, because literally every power move maker in the NFL is there. Every GM, every coach, every executive, every agent. All, you know, many, many, many journalists from every platform. So it's kind of this just like big convention of everybody in the NFL. And you're in Indianapolis, which is in a huge, huge town. So you're kind of, you know, all confined to this downtown area and everybody's just mingling and networking. And I called it the combine vortex because at <laughs> one point you're there and you're like, oh, I'm only going to stay until whatever, because, you know, coaches have like an early presser in the morning, early availability. So, you know, I'm gonna leave at you know, ten o'clock okay, you yeah, look right. up and it's like two in the morning and you're like, hold on, how is it two in the morning? Like, it's just, it's not, you try to leave, you run into somebody else, somebody introduces you into somebody else and you have to take advantage of those um, opportunities. You know, I'm talking to people from the Detroit Lions, I'm talking to people from the Philadelphia Eagles, like coaches and, and you know, and, and executives that I would never get to see because I'm on the West Coast now. Yeah. So you just take it all in and, and you make those connections and build those relationships.
2: That's all. I could I could totally uh, relate to that because I did the I did the Senior Bowl this year in Mobile, Alabama, and it was you know, I've never done anything like that before, so it was awesome seeing all these executives. You know, I met Dan Marino and shit like that, and I I smoked a cigar yeah. with Le'Veon Bell's agents. That was that was crazy. It was, it, yeah, Robert showed with the bigwigs,
0: huh? Look at you. Uh, yeah, for real. I'm
2: trying to trying to get on your level. But uh, yeah, it was it was cool. It was awesome. I, I can't. Im- and obviously, the combine is so much bigger than the Senior Bowl, so that must have been even not, not
1: necessarily because the Senior Bowl is big too. It's it's a it job interview in, yeah. on both sides. It's yeah. a job interview at the Senior Bowl because yeah. you're doing these meetings with the coach mm-hmm. because they actually watch you play football with pads on, and then you transition ah, to exactly. Indianapolis when you're doing just the skills, showing how you can jump, how fast you can run, and how good you can change directions, and it's. It's very, it's hectic and at the same time it's somewhat overwhelming because these kids are, they're not in suit and ties, they're in football uniforms and 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 Under Armour gear and whatever uh, Nike or Reebok whatever brand they're representing, and they're going to these coaches and trying to convince them, even though they have so much film out there
2: yeah. that
1: you can look at. Now it comes down to these one-on-one meetings and they're looking at these kids in eyes and seeing if I'm gonna you know. Use my first round pick on you. Use my second round pick on you. And a guy like uh, Andy Isabella, who was coming from UMass, that mm-hmm. a lot of people don't ever hear about, but he goes out there and run a 4-3, and he also plays well at the Senior Bowl. So these things yeah. right here are so right. important for these kids to showcase their talents. And I asked you a second ago, uh, who were you impressed with at this 2019 NFL Combine? Yeah.
0: Um, you know, there were so many guys. I mean, I, I just kept looking at these forty times. I'm like, is this real life? Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> are these kids part robot? Like, it's just insane. Like this, this next generation of athlete. I mean, and I think it's been gradually happening the last couple of years where they're they're hybrids. Like, even these huge guys, like we saw Quinn and Williams run an insane forty times. times he could probably yep. run faster than me. No, no question. Yeah. So one of the guys that really impressed me, and I think more importantly, impressed a lot of coaches, was DK Metcalf, the of wide course. receiver out of Ole Miss. Of course, I oh, yeah.
1: mean, ridiculous six
0: three, two hundred twenty eight pounds, four three yes. on the forty. Stop he definitely
1: it. helped his draft. Twenty seven
0: reps yeah. in the bench press. I cannot like that. He came in like like a a, a gosh darn transformer. Like You're, I don't, yeah. I cannot. You can
1: recall <laughs> David Boston, who played for the Dolphins a while back. Remember? Yeah. David Boston, yeah, his, 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 he's just like what. Even though David Boston came on Ohio State, not built like uh, a DK, but as he got into his career, you know the steroids and all that stuff. But if you take that away, he's just his body built. You know, D- DK just looks like him, just a DN running routes. You know, his 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 three cone drill was looked down upon because of the fact that he's trying to figure out how can you run a four three but not run a fast three cone, and sometimes right. that doesn't translate to 40 times. Some people can't change directions very fast. I'm sure T.O. wouldn't have ran a very fast uh, three-cone drill, but his route running was, hands down, yeah. very good. So, DJ... Well, T.O.
0: just said the other day uh-huh. in a conference call when he was, you know, he, he had a conference call here with the with the kind of Bay Area reporters because he's getting inducted into the 49ers Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. And he said that B.K. Metcalf, Metcalf, rather, reminds him of himself. Mm-hmm. Now. D- DK had a faster forty time, but T. L. was real quick to remind everybody that he had fast game speed. Yep. Which, yep. to your point, is is kind of more important. Like, yes, the forty very important. It kind of puts up you puts you on the radar, but can that translate to the true. actual gridiron iron to game day? you That's know? True. And I think with D. K. it absolutely can because he's just a beast. But yeah, it's a good point.
2: Yeah, yeah. I, and a guy that size to run a, a forty that fast. I mean. You just gotta put it up there, and he'll he'll and he'll go up and get it, and there's not gonna be no one around him. Like you don't have to have a small window to throw it to him. You just throw it in his general direction. Right. He'll be downfield. That's he'll so valuable. He'll yeah, go up and get it. That's crazy. So, yeah. um, but who do you think is going to like surprise everyone and just be drafted higher, lower, or who's gonna who's gonna drop? Who's gonna climb? like you the know, Baker I,
1: Mayfield of last year. Like nobody expected yeah. Baker Baker Mayfield went first. It was it was him between being 1 and 5. Yeah. But when he was drafted at 1, people was like, "Oh my god, why were they drafting him? They they felt like uh Josh Rosen was better or mm-hmm. the kid from New York was better. But who do you think is going to go be the surprise draft pick going in, or who's going to drop going into the 2019 draft? Um, uh, you know,
0: I wouldn't be surprised if like a Nick Bosa dropped just a little bit. And I don't think it has anything to do with his, his skills. I think it's going to be more of a business situation where other teams are making Mm. moves to try and get him to fall to their position Um, Mm. or they're going to move up to try and get him. Because as John Gruden said so famously last season, edge good edge rushers are hard to find. Although this, Defensive class is very, very strong, mm-hmm. but I think Nick Bosa just brings that little extra edge. And I'll throw in another one. I don't think he's going to go necessarily maybe even top 10, but a first rounder. You know, we just had him on total access. Tyree Jackson, quarterback out of Buffalo. Uh-huh. I love this kid. He's a monster 6'7, he's 249. Yeah. ran a 4'5", 4'5 40, which is fast for a quarterback, especially a quarterback of that size. Strong, arms, really, really strong. and Obviously, has the size to be able to compete um, in the NFL. I think some of these teams, <clears throat> Dolphins, <Right>. looking <laughs> for a quarterback.
2: You know, could I really I actually, find um, some
0: talent
2: here. I saw him at at the Senior Bowl. I saw him at the Senior Bowl practices, and yeah, he impressed. I was I was pretty impressed. What was was it Senior Bowl or was it the East West? It was West? The Senior Bowl. No, it was Senior Bowl. He, he was, was there. He was at the Senior Bowl. bowl. Okay, yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I saw him at Senior Bowl. He was pretty. He was impressive.
1: Yeah, he was the biggest quarterback there, yeah. and he had the biggest arm too. Yeah, uh, and I was surprised that he ran a four or five. I'm not going to lie, to be so big, uh, I, yeah. I, I thought he was going to crack like four seven. But running a four or five at six seven, he definitely helped his draft stock because he has a big arm. Mm-hmm. Uh, you saying the Dolphins are going to reach for him? Uh, right. If he falls into the first round, he'll probably be the last quarterback drafted. And the Patriots are in need awesome. – <clears throat> the Patriots are in need of a quarterback, you know, because of Tom Brady <laughs> hitting the backstage of his career. You know, I could see him probably going to the Patriots at 32 and sitting be behind Tom for two years and then see if they can plug him in. But, yeah, this this draft is, is – That would be great
0: for him, too, to learn under that, under that um – yeah, under that under Belichick and Brady oh, would be. for fantastic.
2: sure. It yeah. would be kind of like what the uh, New Orleans Saints are doing right now with I, I forget the the backups name that comes in all the time.
1: New Orleans Saints. Yeah, they just had Teddy Bridgewater. Uh, they, no, they, but no, it was um.
2: Oh, you talking about Daniels? Who was there a couple years back? I don't know. MJ, can you help us out? for <laughs> I don't even
0: remember. I don't even remember the same yeah, backup. The, yeah, the yeah so Saints backup was it was,
2: it was Teddy that, Bridgewater actually. this year. He
1: was the backup.
2: <laughs> no, and, they no. There's a guy that comes in like. He got a lot of playing time this past season. I just oh, you're talking I'm about the a receiver for
1: who they moved around, number seven. I'm, I'm, you're, you're probably confusing me right now. But uh, either way, though, it's if even even if the Patriots draft that kid that low, I think that'd be a good spot for him just because of the fact that the Patriots aren't needed a quarterback and the Patriots are playing with house money, so they can definitely get whoever they oh, want. Yeah. So
2: for sure. Mm-hmm. Um. So. Do you think the Finns will draft a quarterback in the first round? If not, do you think they're going to draft a quarterback at all? I mean, they still haven't gotten rid of Ryan Tannehill.
1: He's still on the roster. Yeah.
2: Uh,
0: roster. I mean, Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I just think it's time to move on. It's, and I like Tannehill as as a person. I don't think he's a bad player, obviously. Um, but he just can't stay healthy. And And moreover, it just hasn't been – working i don't think it's been a good fit i don't think that's going to change now um so i think it is time to draft a qb i think haskins could be a good fit yep. too i don't know that they'll i mean in the free agency situation like who could they possibly bridgewater like no. I rumors that maybe bridgewater could be you know what i mean so it's like if they don't acquire some of these guys who who did impress who maybe aren't like a big name like a kyler or whatever but that could really really develop and that they could they could mold, and who I think do have potential to be impactful in their first year, then when are they going to do it? Like, it's time to make a move at QB. The fans and, like, all the fans loyal have been begging for this for years, and I think they know that this is the time. Like, unfortunately, Tannehill has not been able to produce because he has been uh, hurt, Themselves
1: and all. Now, um, Now give Tannehill a benefit of the doubt. He produced a little bit. He was hurt one year, the year they made the playoffs, and Matt Moore had to come in and replace him. Uh, Tannehill, I agree with you. He's not as consistent to be a quarterback, especially in that division, but I don't think he's the – the problem to the all the answers that i mean all the, the answers to all the problems that they have you know they need no they need no the, no, they need definitely not, no so you know Teddy yeah. Bridgewater I think he'll be a bridge quarterback if they do draft i mean if they do bring him in as a free sure. agent but they still have to draft for quarterback and you know Dwayne Haskins will he be the answer to the to all the problems that the dolphins have i don't know to be honest with you because and one year, depending on that division, too, he can have a, a bad year. And then next the next two years, the Dolphins could be looking to get another quarterback. So that's why I'm thinking they're keeping Ryan Tannehill on the roster, just because of the fact that I don't think the Dolphins believe Ryan Tannehill is a problem. Even though the fact that he's always hurt, when you think of his production, he plays well. He doesn't play great, but he plays well. So if they can surround him with enough offensive line, he can probably have a productive season.
0: But that's my point. I don't think he's the problem. I mm-hmm. don't. I don't think that's like the end all and be all. Get rid of him and it's going to fit them. And to your point, I do, like I said, I think he is a solid player. My point is, I don't think he's he's the right fit at QB for the okay. Dolphins. Okay. That's what I think. I think it does need to go in a new direction and maybe infuse some life into that franchise. Okay.
2: I agree, and the fans all here want it. Everybody here reminisces of uh, Wildcat, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, (laughs) Even though that was a (laughs) gimmicky-style offense. But it was exciting. I think that's what the fans here want. I think that's... That's what we'll, – we'll get it done, honestly, and that's what the NFL is headed towards, you know, that super flashy-style offense. It doesn't win divisions. That, that
1: Patrick Mahomes was the flashiest guy this year in the NFL.
2: Yeah, but he's one in and, a million. And, and him or, and Saquon Barkley. And yeah.
1: those – he's those two guys. Both, both of those guys are one in a million kind of type players. Mm-hmm. But flashy doesn't always win yeah. the divisions. The, yeah. So you have to have a team built, yeah. and we can always hit the Patriots team across the head about, you know – why are they so good? They do the simple things right.
2: They do, yeah. So
1: it's the Dolphins have to do the simple things right, and hopefully they can try to mimic the Patriots and at least put themselves in contention for a wild card.
2: Well, if and, you want somebody to mimic the Patriots, they got the right guy. they got four. Yeah, and um, what's it called? Uh, it, it, let's talk about him for a second because he's. Uh Hispanic, a uh, uh, Hispanic coach, right? Oh, Manny Diaz. No, no, no. Uh, the oh. Dolphins' co- coach.
1: Oh. The... Brad Garst. Brad Gars. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Okay. Uh, he's Hispanic coach in in a Miami market is it's it's, it's a pretty big deal. Just, but I haven't really heard a lot of like, uh, buzz excitement. That. Yeah, yeah, I haven't really heard a lot yeah. of buzz about. It. I don't know. I don't know how, if you have, but.
0: Well, I think he's still, and I think this is like true to form to anybody coming out of like the Belichick coaching tree, if you will, they're very stealthy. Like, they're not going to be out there and, and, and talking a whole bunch and, and kind of, you know, making a lot of noise. They're going to play their chips how they need to to get things in order. Like, look, he just brought in that tight end from from New England as well. So he's getting these pieces in place, and he's he's playing it, like, quiet and smooth but building that up. And I think that's exactly what the Dolphins need. But I think when the time does come – you know he's he's gonna bring that punch. That you mean he's a Brooklyn man, he's a Hispanic man, um, so he's got some flair. I, I guarantee you he
2: does. That's what's up. That's because I, that you know as a, as a Fins fan, that's what we yeah. want down he's here. He's
1: like <laughs> bring your lunch pail to work, guy. And exactly. Just Come to yeah. work and just do your job. <laughs> that, yeah. That's true. That's true. Yep.
2: That. You know if he's gonna if he's gonna mimic the Patriots style of doing everything, he's definitely on that track right now. I mean we have no idea what's going on with Tannehill. Like. We don't even know if they're shopping him around.
1: Yeah, it's no it's no it's no buzz right. about Tannehill either. And like I said a couple yeah. of seconds ago is that they're trying to probably see if if he can be the answer. We we don't know. That's why a lot of people are that's why it's called free agency. That's why it's called the, the off season. You don't know what teams are thinking. Obviously the guys who get cut, guys who get tendered are the guys that were predicted, but names like Tannehill, names like Antonio Brown, names like uh the, just those names of, just just the name a few you 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 know what you're going to get with those players but at the same time you have to hold your your cards going into this free agency because of the fact the draft is so heavy with so much talent this year so that's I want to talk about the canes can Uh-oh. we talk about the canes because she came, she had, yeah you no know, I, I work out there every single day and I see Manny Diaz walking around with the recruits that's the 2020 guys that are already trying to showcase the new building. And I see how the energy has transformed with Manny Diaz coming around that, the, the, the locker room, the, the weight room. And when you think about a guy like him who has that I don't care mentality, do you think that's going to be enough? Not just him, but you think that's going to be enough to convince recruits and, and convince these players that the U is back?
0: So that's like the sort of the the other side of the coin to what we were talking about with the Dolphins. I think with the Cane, Manny Diaz brings that panache. He brings that, you know, that little flavor. Not only, He may have not have gone to the U.N. play there, but he's a Miami boy. So he gets the culture. He gets the the history. He gets what's expected of the University of Miami football program. And I think that goes a long way. Not only that, but he just has this way about him where – The players not only relate to him, but they respect him right Mm -hmm. off the bat. Like, you can tell that immediately with Manny. Um, So I think all of those things, he just has this, like, trusting way to talk to these guys to say, you can trust in me that I am going to push you to your very best to bring this program back to what it was. So everybody's talking about, like, the new Miami, but... Really what we want from the new Miami is for it to be like the old Miami, Miami. right? Like the yeah. 2001 championship team Miami and even before that. So um, I think if anybody can do it, it's him. There's a lot of pressure. I don't think he's blind to that. Um, the swagger and, and all those headlines are cute, but he wants to win. He's a competitor, and I think that he's going to do everything in his power. The recruiting has already begun um, to, to make sure that this team is stacked and Beyond that, that the guys are putting in the work that it takes
1: mm-hmm. to get there. Yep, and I see it every single day while I'm there. And the one thing the coaches are repeating every day to the kids is, we can't live in the past. We have to live for now. You know, that's create our own right. history. This, You see that logo. When you see that logo, you think about the 2000, 2001, 2002. Yep. That's create our own year and stop living in the past. And I feel Manny Diaz maybe, and I hope he is the answer, to the problems we've been having the past couple years with when and when it counts.
2: Yeah, and you know, I actually yep. I caught up with uh, Michael Jackson Senior at the East West Shrine Game, and I could tell that he was not upset that he's moving on from
1: <laughs> from, <laughs> yeah. from, from Miami Hurricanes yeah.
2: football, but he wishes that
1: he could play with him. He could play under Manny Diaz. Exactly.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I could tell. I, I asked him because it was right after they did that. Uh, that like uh, WWE. Uh, practice where they yep. all wrestling and whatever. Yep. Yep. And I asked him about that. Yeah. yeah. I asked him about that, and he was like, "Man, why
1: can't, why can't I get a fifth year?" That's what, that's exactly what he told me. Yeah. Because so, he, see, he sees exactly what is about to happen. He yeah. sees the energy. He sees even though Mark Rick was a he was a good coach. He was. Yeah. A lot of kids respecting him, but he was really passive. And Manny's yeah. up in your face, and he wants yeah. you to hold yourself accountable for your actions. Mm-hmm. And that's what the University of Miami needs. And he's kind of like a randy shannon type uh coach he will he, get in your face yeah. He'll tell you that you don't you're not good and he <laughs> wants you to prove him wrong because when he says that he doesn't necessarily means it he yeah. just wants you to prove him wrong so and I think we need those type of coaches to bring that that out these kids because a lot of them uh they they feel self entitled because they wear that emblem on a helmet, but they haven't proven anything yet so yeah. we'll see
2: yeah m j did you uh go ahead what was that?
1: She was just agreeing, she was just agreeing. No, to I, I agree
2: hundred percent. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. did you see that story of Manny Diaz up in Orlando? How he crashed the Nike clinic.
1: What? No, I no,
2: that. you haven't seen that. Yeah, oh. she's
1: so busy at NFL Who's... Network. Yeah, yeah. So uh, apparently he, he we're sponsored by Adidas, and Nike has this this camp for the upcoming seniors, and I, and it's a it's a it's one of the biggest camps yeah. going to twenty twenty. So Manny and and the coaching staff went up there and bought a suite and just let the coaches know, the high school coaches know, like, hey, if you really want to, if you either go win with us or you're going to lose and we're going to beat your butt. So we have a suite. If you want to come and join us, come and have fun. And Apparently they shut the whole suite down. The coaches came through, the high school coaches, I'm saying, came to the suite and had a blast. And apparently it got to the social media and it, it really took off. It went viral. So apparently that... Yo,
0: that is so gangster. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was.
1: And Manny did it on... and He said he did it because of the fact that he knows that the Nike camp is a big event. And yeah. Adidas is not... You know, even though we're sponsored by Adidas, they're not hosting camps that bring all the coaches that have the top players in their high school. So I think it was a smart thing that Manny did. And the high school kids loved it. And they when they're, com- they're coming around now, uh, watching the, just they just finished uh, winter camp, yeah. and they had the top corner in the state of Florida show up, and he was at that camp, and he talked about oh, it. Oh, he was at that camp exactly. Damn. So it's that stuff like that. That's what uh, uh, Gus is talking about. If if you, if you would have heard about it, you would have been like, "Yo, that's that's the Miami we need. That's exactly. the, that's the type of coaches we need to, to bring our swag back." Yep, yep, yep. and you know it's, it's, that is.
0: Manny to a T, he yeah. he's like aggressive. He's aggressive, and that's what you need. Like, okay, we don't have a camp. Cool, I'm about to go to yours. What's up?
2: That's what's <laughs> up, exactly. I want to see Manny out there on the sidelines wearing a guayabera with his, with his chest hair poking out <laughs> with, with a Cuban lynx, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, that's what I want to see. Yeah, bro. That'd, that'd be dope. Oh, man, but uh, MJ, I don't know. You got any final thoughts on this Canes squad coming up this season? Man,
0: I'm so hyped for this. You know, it, it's really—it's always great when you have buzz like in March, right? February, March. We're one be behind in February, so when you're already talking about it, that, that Manny's a very prideful man. So he's gonna take this and he knows, like, all right, people are already talking about me now. That's cool. But now we gotta put in the work and show that we live up to it. So I cannot wait for the season to start. Um, you know, the Kane fam is gonna be out there. So litty, as the kids say. Yes, 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 yes they are.
2: <laughs> and spring AF.
1: football, spring football is gonna give us a, a a mini look on what we're gonna have going into next year. And the Martell kid who came yep. from Ohio State is gonna showcase. Is he yeah. the the answer to our quarterbacks problem? Well, is Since he is he gonna be? Right uh, now, he's working out there. He's working yeah. out there, and we're still waiting for the kid from uh, UCLA to come in, and the kicker that is coming from Australia. Oh so, yeah, but, but, uh, you seen but, that guy? But, yeah, I seen him. I seen oh, his yeah. pictures. Yeah, yeah, but MJ, have you seen that Australian kid? He's not a kid; he's a man. This actually, Australian yes, yeah, he's a, he's a punter. I mean, yeah,
0: he have a rugby player before. Is that what I heard? Like, yeah, 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 maybe at some yes. point. Yes. Maybe I'm like my, yeah, yes. out of control.
1: Yeah, so, so spring football is going to give us an inside look of what we have going into 2019, and I'm really excited, and I hope that we really. Rock the ACC and actually win the ACC championship for the first time. So oh, for
2: sure, Woo-hoo. MJ. Uh, before we let you go, there is something I wanted to talk to you about. Apparently, at the combine, they have like a combine for journalists. They do right, and <laughs> and you won. Can you tell us about that?
0: Oh no, no. okay. So that wasn't a co- that wasn't at the official combine. So this was back in 2016. So it was <laughs> like a throwback. Oh, um, okay, okay. Where uh, yeah, the then San Diego Chargers, this was my first season in San Diego, put together a media combine ah. um, at their facility, you know, when they were still down in SC. Um, so there, you know, we competed kind of against each other and we did the 40 and we did the broad jump and the murder and, you know, all that fun stuff. And I was like, "Oh, child, I'm about to pull something trying this mess. But <laughs> it was so much fun. And, you know, I, always, I like to do because I'm like, oh, I was the top-ranked female, mind you. Yeah. I, there was like three... Girl, there. Does, they don't funny.
1: need to know that. They don't need to know that, though. <laughs> yeah, they don't need to know that. All you was like, is the top ranked that? female. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Oh, it was
0: good.
2: It was good. Yeah. That's fun. So, who did well at what generalist what did well at the NFL's generalist uh, combine?
1: I don't think they have it there for that. To only... my knowledge, no? there wasn't an NFL combine. Nah, oh, only... okay. Okay. Rich is the only person that does yeah. his combine. Oh, yeah. He runs. <laughs> And it yeah. is for a charity. And he run, always does it. Run Rich Run. And he always raises money for his charity. So ah, all right. that's well, pretty dope.
2: Maybe next year we'll do a yeah. Lemon City Live Combine.
1: Yeah, let's see how many people yeah. turn out for that one. Me, <laughs> me versus Edwin. <laughs> <laughs> hey, MJ. MJ, is so dope. We thank you so much for joining us on our podcast.
0: Thanks for having me, you guys. I appreciate
1: it.
2: Definitely, definitely. We'll have you on again sometime soon, maybe when some more moves are made. But yeah, thanks for coming on, and we'll talk to you soon.
1: And everybody who's listening, follow her on Instagram at MJ Macosta. She is dope. MJ. She knows what she's talking about, and she is a beast when it comes to running the 40. That's right.
0: <laughs> Thank you, guys.
1: Thanks, MJ.
2: Have a good one.
0: You too. Bye.
2: Bye. All right, there you have it, Lemonheads. Thanks to MJ
1: Acosta once again for joining us. TD? Hey, man, I, every time I hear her talk, yo, she sounds like – She's ready to be in a broadcasting booth, man. She is so cool. Yeah. She knows what she's talking about. She's definitely what the NFL needs. And NFL Network is lucky to have her working for them.
2: For sure. And you know, it's just a coincidence that we had her on this week during International Women's Day yep. week yep. or whatever. Yep. Cause we just want we just wanted her to come on and talk about the combine. But shout out to all, you know, you strong women out there like MJ doing your thing. And thank you once again, MJ. So this that's it for this week's show. TD, you got any final thoughts?
1: Hey, guys. Y'all make sure y'all just tune in, listen up. Y'all subscribe. Y'all like. Y'all do everything possible to help us go viral because we that's got right. what you are looking for when it comes to that citrus lifestyle. That's
2: right. <laughs> All right, Lemonheads. Until next time, I am Producer Fungus.
1: And I am TD. That's right. See ya. wrote a
0: song
1: about it. Like the kid, here go. Oh, no! How dare you. Stop in a bit. Oh, <laughs>
0: Tuesday, Tuesday, Tuesday.
1: Records played on Wednesday. <laughs> Lemon City, la 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 la, la.